Hi, this is Sean Whalen, and you're listening to Neil Jones on Without Your Head Radio. Keep your head on, or don't. <laughs> <laughs> station of decapitation without your head i'm nasty neil that would make me terrible drunk yes and joining us are the stars of the greasy strangler we have sky <laughs> elobar yay oh shit artist, <laughs> oh, <shit> artist. <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping for that <laughs> Ah, uh, he's full of horse shit <laughs> and michael saint michael's Yes, I am. Awesome. <laughs> welcome. Yes, welcome to the show. And uh, not Thanks just for having us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Not uh, not just because you guys are on. If people listen to the show, for, ever since I heard of the Greasy Strangler, like the name alone, I was like hooked. Like this sounds amazing. And then and then the you know, the poster, then the the trailer comes out. And usually I'm let down by the time the movie comes out after all that, but everything lived up to expectations. I love the gre- everything about the Greasy Strangler. So, oh, well, thank you, thank, thank you. you. You're very welcome. <laughs> Have yeah. you seen your uh, psychiatrist lately? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, as soon as I heard the name, the Greasy Strangler, I was like, that sounds like it's a movie for me. I also know, like, when uh, Sky and Michael, when you when you saw the script, or even just when you heard the name, what did you guys think? I thought, hey, somebody wants to hire me. Damn. <laughs> they must be desperate. <laughs> how about, how about I was scared shitless when I read this script. Uh, that's why I never read scripts. <laughs> I have enough trouble just trying to read my part. <laughs> yeah, just, just maintain a groove in life. <laughs> you know? Yeah, really. <laughs> No, it's called a rut. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it about that scared you? The script itself or the, that you'd have to uh, act us out? That it was so different. Mm-hmm. It was so much different than anything else you read in, in Hollywood. Scripts are so crafted here and they're so kind of, um, you know, contrived. Everything's so contrived. And this shocked me. It was like so uncontrived. It was so brilliant and so different and so fresh. It was shocking. Mm-hmm. 
I thought that's what it was. I mean, you know, it, it's like everything is a goddamn remake. Uh, even movies that flopped in the 40s and 50s get remade. And I, I just don't understand why. They were shit the first time, and they're still shit. And there's something original going on out there, and nobody wants to have anything to do with it. Except, thank you, thankfully, SpectreVision did. I mean, damn. Those guys got guts. <laughs> yeah, thank God for SpectreVision, man, and Rook Films and Timpson, Timpson and all those guys for having the vision. Yeah. Say, hey, we're going to do this. Jim, full reign on this thing, on who plays in it and who, everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think Jim can work any other way. Yeah. I'm really bummed that I didn't get to be in the one he just finished. You were. How was it? Oh my God! It was phenomenal. The what movie? Yeah. Phenomenal. What movie? We're is here this? to talk about the Greasy Strangler. We are, but we, we, yes. we can mention it. That's that's fine. But uh, 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 by the way, people don't know. You talk about the director Jim uh, Hosking in yes. Sky. Genius. Yes, Scott. Now Sky worked with him before in Renegades. Uh, how did how did you get to know Michael? How did you get involved in the movie? I, I got well. I got to know. Michael, go ahead. No, you go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I uh, I read uh, actually I read the a piece a couple pieces from the script that that he just finished shooting, and uh, never heard anything. And about a year or so later, somebody called me up, a friend of mine, uh, and said they're looking for you, and uh, apparently they'd lost touch with me because I am retired, and uh, I went in and I. I I read for it, uh, and they said, you know, hey, do you mind doing nudity? And I said, well, <laughs> I don't have to, as long as I don't have to watch it, fine. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm an actor, and we're mm-hmm. tools of the director, and it's how he yeah. uses us that uh, makes us look good. And he certainly did. <laughs> hmm. Now, uh, Sky, uh, you started there. How, how did you? Uh, how did you come into contact with Jim? There's a casting director who primarily does commercial casting down in Santa Monica, and I, I had gone out for a lot of commercials with her, and she had started uh, a relationship, a professional relationship with Jim, and was working on his like short films and his film ideas and she brought me in and said and introduced me to Jim and said I think you guys you know be good for each other and I I started auditioning for his film projects back in 2008 or 9 2008 and from the get go it was just totally totally different and I, I had never worked with a British director before and I just thought, oh, wow, Brits are really think how we think. So it was a good matchup. I really liked Crouch, his, his writing, everything, the scenes. We just hit it. Uh, we're actually uh, having some, uh, yeah, you're cutting up on this guy. Everything was perfect before we went live. Now, now the uh, your cut, your audio is cutting up on us. The nerve! 
How's mine doing? Oh, excellent, actually. <laughs> Filming this thing was a was a, a massive uh, clusterfuck. Can you hear me now? <laughs> uh, I can hear you, Sky. Yeah. Okay, I'll just stay in this position now. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't move a muscle. Oh, uh, I mean, it's like every location we had, we had uh, either really horrendous sewage uh, odors, trucks, uh, airplanes, everything in the world that you would that would keep us from getting anything done. Yeah, I forgot about all that stuff. Oh God. I didn't. I remember, you know, I thought, hey, beautiful beach, all this, and we do this one scene, and I didn't realize, you know, we're we're half a mile north of LAX on the beach. You mentioned you meant the uh, sewage, and uh, I think it was in the commentary track. Uh, uh, you said about like when you're in the. Uh, in the car wash, like, you couldn't actually, like, go through it yourself because, like, there was, like, uh, sewage in the water? Uh, they recycle the water. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you don't really know what's in it. They uh, Because I was, was going to go through it. I said, you know, I, I just said, hey, let me do this once with, like, a crash helmet and a, a wetsuit mm-hmm. to see what it's like before, you know, I actually do it. But they uh, ended up not being able to spray the water on us at all so I didn't need the wetsuit or the crash helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like getting whipped by those, those uh, <laughs> whatever the hell they call those things that, that wipe everything off. That was fun. And those brushes. Mm. <laughs> They're great. Especially you can get them right in your underarm there. You know, I kind of... <laughs> those were my favorite shots. I, I love those <laughs> <laughs> Well, which is kind of sorry you cut up again. I cut off. Oh, I hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep. Hear you good. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> in the in the car wash. Walking through, yeah, walking through the car wash. <laughs> yeah, the car wash was rough because those brushes were real. They were really on, and they when they whacked you, they whacked you good. Uh, uh, you know, they got to get all that uh, contaminated water off your vehicle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, and they do a good job of it, too. Mm-hmm. I, I take my car to the car wash all the time. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> no, uh, Sky, earlier when you were cutting up there, but you're talking about, uh, you know, meeting Jim. Now, did he have the role, like, did he have you in mind for the role as uh, for Big Braden? I think he did. I think he did, and he had somebody else in mind for the role of uh, Big Ronnie, and that guy kind of crapped out. Mm-hmm. And then they looked for Big Ronnie, and, and that's when I had to go back into casting, so they had to pair me up with somebody. Mm-hmm. And they found Michael, and, and we were a perfect pair, they thought. Yeah. Did you guys feel like you had good chemistry right away? I think we had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought it took a while to develop I uh, because uh, I am a totally different type of an actor than uh, Sky. Sky is very precise, very on. He knows what he's doing. He's there. He's on. I'm a flake. <laughs> uh, I, I, I told Jim when he hired me, you know, I am a can of worms. And uh, it didn't seem to bother him. 
<laughs> Thank God. Well, he wanted he wanted you to do his new picture too, so he liked. I know, you, you know, and I that I was just really that hurt. Well, it, literally, but I mean, I was you know, uh, not as much as I am. But what happened? But I I I was gonna drive up, mm-hmm. you know, because they shot it in Eureka. And I was going to spend a weekend with some friends in San Francisco, get a few cases of booze from them, and go up, do the thing, and uh, cruise around. Because I, I like that area around Eureka. It's, it's incredible. And uh, then I was going to slowly drive down the coast and have sort of a vacation and drop in on people. Yeah. And, uh, but I decided to slip, have a concussion, and go to the hospital instead. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, just what I need. <laughs> Are you okay now? Oh, I think so. Yeah, right. you know, yeah. Uh, these concussions. I haven't actually been okay up. for years, but uh, I'm ready. <laughs> they creep up on you again too. Those concussions. Yeah, I know. I've done it before, but uh, now I, uh, I, I just. Uh, God, I mean, the Greasy Strangler has done more for me than my entire career. Like I said, I'm, I retired. You know, I mm-hmm. didn't get a pension from the Screen Actors Guild, and uh, and since then, I've I've been getting actually better jobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's good news. Uh, yeah, I know they. Uh, somebody flew me out to Florida for a few days to work on this thing called Fingers. Uh, I've done a couple shorts in downtown LA, and now I'm a cartoon voice. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I guess. Or... I don't know. It'll be out, and it's supposed to come out in uh, around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Wow. And... You got a great voice, Michael. Yeah. Well, thanks. But uh, that was a great job. I, I wouldn't mind doing more of those. I uh, I'm supposed to go back to Chattanooga, and do something for somebody there for a few days to somewhere around the end of the month, but I don't know when. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have people now. I never had people. <laughs> well, I had an agent for a while. That was uh-huh. great. Kept me off the streets for five years. Then he became a drug addict. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I have a tendency to drive people to that, I guess. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know. And now I have... Uh, a publicist slash semi manager. Mm-hmm. You're moving up in the world thanks to the, the greasy strangler and uh No no shit, man. Yeah. I mean God God bless Jim. <laughs> <laughs> no uh what about your uh, love interest uh, uh both Sky and, and Michael uh, Elizabeth in the movie. What was it like to work with her? Uh she was the best to work with. Of everybody on the thing I thought she was actually the best of us. Uh she uh, knew what she was going to do, and she was incredibly easy and encouraging to work for, work with. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not often you get to find somebody that's that sharing with their emotions when you're working with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what about Sky? Because you definitely have a lot of awkward scenes together. What? A- uh, working with Elizabeth, it, it was it was good, man. You know, it's, it's I like working with everyone. <laughs> I don't know. 
There were awkward scenes, no question about it. And Jim always puts you in awkward scenes and awkward clothes and awkward hair and awkward glasses. And, you know, Uh the the movie I just did with him, he changed my look. You won't even recognize me when you see me in this new movie. Uh It's just, that's Jim. Mm -hmm. So along those lines, what's like the process of like, uh, getting a fake uh, penis put on, like uh, how long does that take, and like how many people are involved? Uh, the uh, prosthetic uh, implementer. <laughs> okay. Uh, she was uh, amazing. <laughs> I, I, I don't, it was really I don't, weird for me because I've never done anything like that before. Uh, I don't know what what uh, Michael's process is. It probably was different from mine because I wasn't there when he was getting it on uh, <laughs> no, no pun intended <laughs> yeah I, uh, actually i think that's the reason i got the part because uh you know i i used the money that i made from the film to get a penis reduction <laughs> so that i uh, quit sending all those people to the hospital i mean you know it's, it's like you would like to see a woman again a second time but it was to the point where, you know, they were usually hemorrhaging, and uh, it was terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> Neil, yes. getting anything gr- glued into your groin is no fun. That's always been one of my mottos. Yeah. And, and then, and then the, the string that went around and came up the back of your ass and into your butt crack like dental floss. Uh-huh. And then they, they glued that onto your back. Uh-huh. I would think I would think actually removing the glue would be the worst part. It's it is not of the spot. Not of the spot. No, I mean it burns when they're putting it on. Uh-huh. And uh it's like, you know, sticking your junk in a sock and then having it glued on, but the sock is made out of uh a rubbery thing that uh <laughs> is uh uh, it's weird. <laughs> uh, uh, Sky, did you keep your prosthetic? They wouldn't let us. Oh, really? <laughs> Were they like yeah, away? Fine. Oh, oh. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> they wouldn't let you keep anything. I wanted to keep the greasy suit. They wouldn't let me. Yeah, I love the greasy suits. Those mm-hmm. were those yeah. were awesome looking. Yeah. This I like it when we were at Sundance, and I, wasn't it Ant who put that thing on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> Michael, Michael and I are doing a convention in South Carolina in uh, March 24th, 25th, 26th, I believe. Yeah, Mad Monster, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they want us to bring our pink suits out and wear them while we're <laughs> signing autographs. Oh, that would be the best. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they wouldn't let us keep that, though. Oh, really? Who knows? Where, I, do they still have those? you talk to Jim about that? I mean, I've, after, you know, when we started screening the film before it was actually released, um, uh, Tim League wore it a couple times with somebody else. They have them. Yeah. I should so, get all the Tim, see if he'll loan them to us. <laughs> I am. I'm going to be at South by Southwest March 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
All right, good. Are you, are you, so play, gonna, are you playing music that, there? or? No, no, Pardon? I got a film there. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Is a, I have a guest coming up who is uh, playing music there. So uh, That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Place to, to play. Mm-hmm. Did you see the thing in Empire Magazine uh, where uh, Andrew's uh, soundtrack is up for an award? Plus, our movie's up for an award, too. Oh, wow. Comic, yeah. Best Comedy. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, just Empire be- Online. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the music, when you saw the finished film and you get to hear the music and see it edited and everything together for the first time, what did you think of the finished movie? I thought it was great. I thought it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I can't watch myself for a while. I mean, it, it, uh, I was appalled. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I have a much better vision in my mind of what I look like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was... Uh, uh, I got used to it. I mean, uh, but oh my god! I remember when we were doing the Q and A after, and I'm sitting there like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> uh-huh. And I remember somebody get that microphone away from him. <laughs> <laughs> you were just starting to get your shtick together. Now you have it together. Yeah. Well. I'm glad we got to practice a bunch of times. <laughs> like I said, I really can't watch myself when I first see me. Uh, I realized that back in the 80s when I started actually seeing myself. And, uh, you know, the only thing I thought was, well, I look much better flat than I do in three dimensions, so I've decided to become a movie star at that point. <laughs> and, uh, but the work... I didn't quite relate to. Uh, that took me... Well, I mean, I could see that stuff now, and actually it's not bad <laughs> yeah, at the time. Uh-huh. And the same with this, although I got over it a lot faster uh-huh. because I realized, God, I've been doing this for like 30-something years. <laughs> I must know something or they wouldn't keep hiring me. <laughs> right. So... Uh, so you said you're going to wear the, the, the pink suits together uh, for Mad Monster? Well, if we can. Mm-hmm. Get them to mail them out, and we'll put them on. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a favorite wardrobe from the movie? And and does anything you wear in the movie uh, match anything you'd wear like in, in real life? Nothing. I would not <laughs> wear any of it. Well, I'd wear that gray and black striped thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, the disco suit, I, I probably would wear that, too. I don't know. <laughs> I like the color. Uh-huh. Uh, you'd be, you'd be, dude, you'd be uh, arrested. arrested, too, with that disco well, suit. Well, yeah, but, you know, I, it's all about the press. <laughs> no publicity is bad publicity. Somebody said that. I don't know. I think they're full of shit. but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so not none of it. What was your favorite one, though, that you think uh, seen in the movie that you thought was like the most fun? Well, like I said, I like that uh, black and gray kind of pajama, yeah, jammy like looking thing yeah. that I wore. That was actually pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the most comfortable of the three outfits I had. Uh, 
I didn't feel comfortable at all in any of that clothing. Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about a scene? Uh, yeah. 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 Either, yeah. either way. Oh, actually, I like the jacket that uh, the detective wore, uh, Jody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think of all the clothes there. I, I used to almost dress like that in the 70s, I uh-huh. think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everybody else did, too. Well, yeah. Uh. But, you know... Uh, uh, did you have a favorite one for the movie, Sky? Like you, when you're watching, you think, "Well, it might not have been uh, fun to wear, but like it really works in the scene, and this is what I like." Uh, well, my disco outfit really worked. <laughs> I mean, it the, really the, the, our our outfits were walking around the. I think they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say they're, they're the best, the funniest, and and the most comfortable. They were stretchy pants and turtlenecks and i thought that was it mm-hmm. did you, either of you have to do any manscaping before uh doing the movie there was uh pretty much yeah we, before we we had to like trim it down so they could glue those press prosthetics <laughs> right, right. on it yeah yeah i had a shave they offered to take me out to get me waxed or get somebody else to shave me and I thought I'd try it, and it was it was pretty traumatic, actually, because I'd never done that before. And uh, I'm calling up because you know I nicked the hell out of myself. I think uh, I was uh, well. I just you know I was uh, lots of nicks. My balls were bleeding for that movie. <laughs> God, <laughs> and I ended up calling him up that night saying, "I don't know if this is going to work out too well." <laughs> You were having a rough time, Michael. I did. I mean, you know, I came on there. I I was sick. Uh, I was exhausted. And by yeah. the end of it, I was even more exhausted. Making movies, man. I'm telling you, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's like the Army, except you can go home after. And I liked the Army when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I had a tank. I got to blow shit up. And, uh-huh. <laughs> that's, gonna make and that's always better. fun when you're a kid. <laughs> I, I liked it too when I was a Navy SEAL. Really? Oh yeah. Really? You got to do that. I'm kidding. <laughs> we all we uh, all bought it. Yeah, yeah, I was buying it. I would, you know. I mean, hey, as a, you are a rather amazing person. You know? <laughs> and it wouldn't hey. surprise me if that had happened with you. <laughs> It's never too late. Um, I, I couldn't take that much torture. <laughs> now, you both kind of have your own uh, seductive eating scene. Sky with the sausage and uh, and Michael with the grapefruit. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how much of like uh, like how much of that's like in the script and directed and just kind of just you yourself uh, putting your own spin on it. Yeah, the, the, the eating is not in the script, like the, the, the direction. Mm-hmm. You know, it just happened that way. You know, just going through the scene and doing things. And Jim would say, okay, put the sausage in your mouth. Okay. He <laughs> <laughs> uh. just said, hey, Eric, that is a grapefruit. Uh, and you're... You know, you're you're talking to Liz, so yeah, I just decided to kind of see if I could give my grapefruit an orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. 
hilarious. It was. It was a pretty awesome scene. Well, what's like the grease made out of in different uh, scenes in the movie? Uh, it's supposed to be this slime called Ultra Ice, uh, which is actually cellulose. Well, yeah, mm. but the 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 shit all over my hair and everywhere else was Ultra <laughs> Ice, and that stuff was horrible. It was like that will give you frostbite in the Sahara in the summer. Wow. It's got so much menthol in it, and by the time I get home, it would take me like two and a half hours to get it out of my hair. I'd be yeah, sitting in a terrible. bathtub just trying to get it resaturated so I can get rid of it. Uh, that was fun, yeah. Because then I'd have we to learn my lines that. for the I'll next tell you day. What, and... dude, if I would have known that, I would have negotiated a better deal. Well, by the end of it, I had showers and. Uh, you know, we had the trailer and all that other junk by the end of it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was an ultra-low-budget movie, so it started out with nothing, and they weren't going to spend any more on anything they didn't have to because they don't have much money, you know, and they got to make it all happen. But, uh, you know, so you've got to spend what you got to spend when things become absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. And it became obvious after about after a few days that it was obvious that this shit was needed. Mm-hmm. So it, it happened, you know? Mm-hmm. So I said, it's like the army because you go out there, you don't know what the hell's going to happen. And suddenly it's happening. And yeah, they, you get more and more support as you go along or you die. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, do you, do you have any uh, exper- uh, memories of the, of putting that on uh, sky? Uh, the, the methocellulose stuff was horrible because they had buckets of it and they just pretty much like slathered it on you. Mm. You got lathered with methocellulose until it looked, until it filled in everything. And then they took that ultra ice that Michael was talking about. And then that gave it the glisten, Mm. the glistening, greasy look. And applying it and getting it off was just horrible. It just felt so horrible. Mm-hmm. It was murder, dude. I'm telling you. Being in the <laughs> suit was murder. Because uh, the suit was, like, was two sizes too small for me. They made a mistake in making the suit. Mm-hmm. So it took longer to get in the suit and longer to get out of it. Uh-huh. Well, it was never it's quick and easy to get in and out of it. I think the... My record, or personal best time with two people, was maybe 25 minutes to get into the suit, and that was before makeup or anything. But so, like the kind of near the end when you guys are uh, running around in the woods together with with the suits on, like uh, how long did that take? We were there for a day. Oh, really? We were running around literally for a whole day. And Michael, at the end, I'd never seen anybody so freaking tired. He was hey, well, I'm an old fart. <laughs> no, no, it was it was in the Angeles forest, and it was a hot day. It wasn't like a a seventy degree day. Mm-hmm. It was hot up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until the sun went down. Yeah, and then it got freezing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Man, I'll tell you. We were shivering when we came up with those spears at that scene where we're, we're oh poking our spears God. at the camera. <laughs> uh-huh. That and we're on this steep cliff. 
thinking, oh, that fuck, I'm going to fall day. off this that sucker. That was the last day we were in the suit. The, the thing about that was they said, Sky, this is the last day you're going to be in this suit, so don't worry about it. And that was yeah, it. for you. <laughs> for you. But yeah. Michael had to do more in that suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that suit and I got uh, quite well acquainted. Mm-hmm. And they got modified as we were going along, too, because, you yeah, know. Mine you... ripped out the back. Uh, they had to slice a little thing so I could uh, go to the bathroom. Uh, uh, yeah, because, right. You know, when you're true. in that thing for eight or nine hours. Yeah. And, uh... That must be weird, if, too, just even going to the bathroom with, with, with the suit on. Oh, um, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had to do it all over again, would you do it? Uh, yeah, actually, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I say now, but if it comes <laughs> up, I, I don't know. Uh-huh. It, uh, Greasy, I, too. I, Electric Boogaloo. But, yeah, the people have been asking on the Facebook uh is there any plans to ever do a sequel? And if so, w- would you guys want to be involved? Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't know where they'd go with a sequel to that. I know, uh, Ant was telling me there were like 15 versions of it, uh, one day. And, uh, and I was thinking, well, if they did a sequel, they can kill me off at the second episode. And then, uh, sky can inherit my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Get the living will right yeah. here. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. sort of, you know. Because uh, I, I really felt sorry for the guy. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's my son, and I'm trying to get him to grow a pair, and what's he going to do with it? <laughs> hey, Neil. Uh-huh. Yes. This thing, this thing is getting more and more and more popular. When I was... Uh-oh, we lost you. In, what's uh, that? No, I, I, yeah, I hear you now. Sorry. You said uh, this was getting more and more popular than, uh, I'm not sure what you said after that. When I was up in Eureka, I was spending some time in the wine bar. They had a place called the Wine Spot mm-hmm. close to the hotel. And one of the guys that worked there said to, said to the guy that I had met, he said he had to meet me because he loved the Greasy Strangler. That's awesome. And a lot of people were talking about the Greasy Strangler. Mm-hmm. So... This thing is going to pick up momentum more and more and more, and, you know, that could mean a sequel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've noticed already, I mean, uh, I've been talking about the movie for a while, and, uh, you know, and some some of our fans are, you know, who watch a lot of weird stuff, but I noticed actually once it got on uh, Amazon that a lot more more people started uh, talking about it, just on my Facebook, so. Yeah. I know... uh... I was blown away when I was at the market and people wanted to take selfies with me. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah, that's all too cool. Yeah. And I was it, 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 you know, it takes you back a little, but yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll say everyone I know I mean, has one or I two reactions. I mean, expected at a place like, you know, Sundance or one of the other film festivals cuz yeah. you know, a lot of people that are there for the same thing you are. And uh I didn't really know for sure that it was really as good as people were telling me until uh, I saw it with an audience that wasn't part of it. They were just people off the street buying tickets. Right. And uh, I think that's when you really know, you know, when they, they are 
overwhelmed by it. And uh, at that point, I knew, you know, this is going to do something (laughs) forever. Um, (laughs) I I see one or two reactions to the movies. either Either someone absolutely loves it, like myself, or like they tell me they couldn't they couldn't finish it and, and turn it off. But yeah. I don't see anyone yeah. who says like, "Oh, it's all right." You know, it's either they like loved it or it's like, "No, that's not for me." But well, that's and the that's, thing that's that's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I because it is different. Yeah. And uh and you know, when the New York Times says it's the most what the fuck movie of the year <laughs> or maybe ever. <laughs> it cracked me up. Uh, and they're right. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of movie that uh, I don't know. I think every every film actor anyway wants to be in something like that, that uh, creates that either love it or hate it attitude because mm-hmm. you know it it evokes more of a reaction than some milk toast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to give this one like a shoulder shrug and just say, "Eh, it was okay." <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, even the people that hated it couldn't really hate it, <laughs> yeah. except for this one guy who just didn't have anything nice to say about anything. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that online. I've, I've yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a there, uh, go on, Sky. It's all right. No, uh, no. I, I was just say was there's there's one lot there's a line in the movie that. Uh, it was like very relevant to me because uh, when you guys are saying you're going to go to the horror house, and that happens to me all the time. Like if I tell someone I'm going to a horror convention for the show, so often they think I'm saying whore, and they're just like, <laughs> like, what the hell is this guy doing? You know, what is that guy involved in? So uh, I just thought that was very funny. That was something I could, I could really hey, hey, Neil, so what kind of convention <laughs> are you guys going right. to? Neil, uh-huh. you seem to know all the conventions, right? Yeah, most of them, yeah. So what's this one where they're talking about bringing us the one in Arizona too? Yeah, Mad Monster is great. In fact, um, we're uh, I got is that I Mad got Monster? yeah Mad Monster. I got sick last year, oh. so I haven't been to a convention for a while. But uh, we were the uh, the official podcast of Mad Monster, and I've been to a lot of them. That and the guy who runs it's a great guy, and uh, it's always a fun convention. A lot of people. So Mad Monster is the one in South Carolina and. Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Those are they. They they always run. Uh, well, they normally do Charlotte, but I know they went to South Carolina this year because uh, it got too big, and um, and they always do that in Arizona. And sometimes they'll do other places, but those are their two like uh, main. Yeah, main you guys shows should have year. a lo- lot of fun there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're so, gonna have some fun. Yeah. Have either of you uh, done a horror convention before? No. Hmm. So I think uh, have a good time. Michael, well, are you? I mean, I, I went to Comic-Con the first year that was happening because mm-hmm. I lived in San Diego at the time, and somebody brought me. That was kind of fun. But This uh, is a lot more intimate, though. I think you guys yeah, might like yeah. this a lot. But, uh, I'm going to be in one of the biggest horror movies of the, this year, so I'm going to go to a lot of horror conventions. Oh, what was right. that? What it's are you called in? Under, Under the Silver Lake. The guy who did It Follows. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm. David Mitchell. Good for you. you know, it Follows. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, huge movie. 
Oh yeah, I love it. I think the yeah, it won, we do an award show every year, and it, it won best uh, horror movie last year, and you know voted so by our fans. His new film, I'm in it. It's called Under the Silver Lake with Andrew Garfield. It's it's crazy. Wow. Ah, it's that. crazy. I know they don't want me to talk about the film, but uh, I can say the name because it's out on IMDb. But mm-hmm. uh, wow, what a freaking script, man! Sweet. Looking cool. forward to that. Yeah. Well, after that comes out, he, Sky's going to be too big to talk to us again. Yeah, really. I mean, he was the breakthrough <laughs> artist of the year at Sundance. So <laughs> it's going to be the first and last with him. He's going to be like, <laughs> nope, don't know these guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bullshit artist <laughs> <laughs> you're making a big mistake <laughs> so speaking of bullshit artists uh, are there any lines that you like you knew would would get over with people or any ones that you were surprised you know did or, or you know people don't quote all the time the line I knew that was going to get a laugh always was the line where she, where Elizabeth says, I'll bet you have a large amulet. And I say, I don't own an amulet. I just knew that I to get a big response. <laughs> so you got me as a, the second day at Sundance. So waiting in line to get into a restaurant. This couple comes up and starts doing the hootie tootie <laughs> disco cutie dance <laughs> and calling each other bullshit artists for me. You know, That's and awesome. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, God, I gotta take a piss, damn it! <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, yeah, but it was awesome. If you guys ever called anybody prior to this movie and in the past, did you ever call anybody a bullshit artist? No, I'd never heard the, the term before. I, obviously, bullshit. But I've never heard of bullshit artist before. No. Well, I'm from Pittsburgh. Uh huh. We used to call people bullshit artists all the time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So, so, I'm I'm wondering if Jim st- stole that thing from me. Because mm. I I call people he's a bullshit artist. I've said that all my life, and it's Pittsburgh people talk that way. Uh huh. So, yeah, I never heard it. That's why I like a lot of the lines because it's like just kind of peculiar things like I'd never really heard anyone say before. So it's like this its own kind of world. Yeah. Like uh, even like Michael saying like you'll be my forever love and like it's just yeah. so bizarre that it's it's very funny. Well, in, in Jim's new movie, he's got a bunch of lines that you you that are hilarious. That you, I, I've asked all the actors, have you ever heard that anything phrased that way? And none of them. No, we've never heard anything <laughs> phrased that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's hard to do, man. Yeah. Yeah, and make oh, it work. You know, at the same, you know, you could maybe say some line that no one's ever said before, but doesn't mean anyone yeah. needs to hear it. But yeah. but if it works, and it, it's great. Yeah, you could uh, just that- ran, throw random words together, but you know, <laughs> as long as it makes sense. Yeah. Is uh. So does uh? I love the uh the pink greasy hats. By the way, I wish they were uh more easily uh obtainable. Like they, oh, we'll try to get you one. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I'm, oh, tra- really? I'm trying to track some down. Jim. I'm going to be at South by Southwest. And Tim's yeah, good old Jim. He may have some. Aunt was the one that made those up. Aunt Tom. No, Tim did. Tim did. Oh, did he? That was Tim. Oh. 
Tim's really, a marketing genius, man. No question yeah, about it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So the end of the movie kind of kind of leaves it up to like your interpretation, really. I think that what happens to the characters. The when you saw it, like, uh, do you have any uh, your own take on like the the real the very end of the movie? We come together as father and son in the most primal way. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, I think we're going to spend our our eternity wandering through the the woods, strangling people, eating ears, <laughs> and popping eyeballs out, uh-huh. roasting them over the campfire. <laughs> yeah, they looked so happy at the end. Yeah. Well, we were. Yeah. I mean, you know, my kid's finally come of age. He finally stood up for himself. Mm. You know, and I mean, you know, look at the the way, you know, the guy is such a wimp in the beginning. <laughs> uh. you, know, you know, when we, here's a little trivia that you'll never know, right? Mm-hmm. And if SAG, if SAG found out about this, they'd probably be like, you're in violation of all the rules of SAG. Uh. Remember we killed Ricky Prickles? Uh-huh. Yeah. You remember? You yeah, remember we chasing him down. Yeah, and we we had we were burying him, right? Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. Well, that I'm not you, Michael. You remember? I know that <laughs> the other guy. Oh yeah, He's definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So the the funny thing is, we're when we're burying him. That's really Ricky Prickles in the grave, and I'm throwing dirt on his face. <laughs> I, I said to Jim, I said, Jim, you really want me to throw dirt on his face? He was like, yeah, bury him. I'm like, oh, God. He's not still there, I is he? like two or three shovels of dirt on his face. <laughs> I've had that, that happen to me. Funny. He's not still there, is he? No. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I thought I saw it once since then, but I'm not sure. Uh, but, I, you know, I used to make a living getting being a dead body in the film business, and uh, I've been buried. I'm still waiting to see me get eaten by an albino alligator. I haven't been able to get that thing downloaded yet, but uh, it's called Freshwater. Uh Shameless self-promotion. No, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And uh, and another is out there too. Uh, although I have a copy of that. They they the the murder scene though. I I was I like the best was the one where they started ripping my organs out and just tossing them around. But uh, in the finished thing, I just get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> what a letdown. Although the scene with the firing squad in this one is pretty awesome too. That's that's a great death scene. Mm-hmm. That was great, huh? I hated that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I got this script. I'm reading it. I don't die, and I thought, finally, I get a job where I don't get killed. <laughs> and the next thing I know, I'm standing in front of a firing squad. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, I remember one episode of uh, X-Files where I was working second and third unit, and I was every dead body in the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's pretty impressive, I think. So we got a few questions here from uh, the Facebook. David uh, Chadwar, he wants to know, uh, what was the most enjoyable scene to shoot and what was the most difficult? Uh, for me, the most difficult were the suit scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most enjoyable was uh, Dax and I making fun of our of my son. <laughs> I love that, and I, I really liked running away on Elizabeth. Yes, that was good too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I do like the just the idea that you're making your own olive oil. Just, yeah, that's yeah. I make it in my bedroom, extra virgin. Uh-huh. We were almost going to market that. <laughs> Tim was trying to figure out how we could do that, but uh-huh. we ended up with tubes of grease instead. <laughs> we'll get you one of those too. <laughs> that was sweet. I'd buy. Oh, love that's that. awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about yourself, Sky? What was the most difficult and most enjoyable scene? Well, yeah, I agree with Michael that the the suit scenes were the most difficult. No question about it. The f- most fun scenes, the walk on the beach was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The um, the the scenes um, where we're doing the disco tours, they were fun. Uh-huh. All that fun stuff was really fun. Mm-hmm. Location stuff. The house was terrible because it had black mold in it. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh so, no! So you're just but filming on, like real house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, that scene where I'm crawling out from under the bed. Some of the stuff that got stuck to my back was uh, pretty gross. <laughs> that was a gross house, man. It's like, a, who, where did they find the house? Was it, Did someone own it? Or? <laughs> yeah, it's a, a retired, I, I don't know his name. He was a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theo, I think, found that house. Yeah. So found but, uh, he, he I never by. saw him. He had a great record collection. Uh, and uh, somebody said that he was, uh, you know, an old jazz musician. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, good, I'm sure yeah. he used the, the money to paint over the mold or something. <laughs> 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 vacuum under the bed and yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, Eric... now he doesn't have to. <laughs> That's right. He could just yeah, he could sell tours of the house, the Greasy Strangler house. Yeah, uh, really. <laughs> uh Erica Kaufman wants to know how much grease is too much grease? Uh I haven't hit that mark yet. <laughs> uh did you actually eat like a lot of sausages and, and stuff while you're making the movie? I did. I did. Uh-huh. They were they it was a real Polish restaurant we were at and those sausages were delicious. Mm. Oh, that's good anyway. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, it was good food. All that stuff was like real food that they make at that restaurant. Nice. So, uh, yeah. I went to a Polish restaurant not that long ago in Manhattan. It was very good. Which one? Um uh, I think it's just called Little Poland. We're in the village. I believe so because uh, we met. I don't know if you if you're familiar with like uh, a lot of uh, cult movies, but um, do you know the movie uh, Blood Sucking Freaks? Uh uh-uh. uh From the seventies. Well, we went. Uh, we met uh, Joel Reed, who directed that in the seventies, and 
he uh, he took us around, and uh, that was like one of his favorite restaurants. So he took us there to eat. Where it wasn't Velseca, was it? I really think it was just called Little Poland. Where was it? You might. I think it was in the village. I'm I'm not really Is familiar there, with the area. It's a Polish Polish restaurant in the village. It's real famous called Vel Velseca. Hmm. Maybe that's an because he just called it Little Poland. So maybe okay. that's just what he calls it. You know what I mean? I'm not much. They have great Polish food there in Manhattan. Lots of pierogies and lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was excellent. Let's see, uh, Andrew Yazoo's Hunter wants to know: as actors, they seem pretty much for anything. But was there any points in the movie where they thought, "What the hell"? And he said, uh, "He loved the Greasy Strangler." <laughs> Uh, well, I, uh, several times I wondered what the fuck I was doing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't make this sound overly glamorous, you know? <laughs> yeah. Black yeah, this yeah there's really not much glamour in making a movie, actually. Uh, I know. Although we did have trailers and we could chill out and we, there was good food and, mm -hmm. you know, it was, there were down times that, on the day, you know, you could yeah. take a break. I used to take naps and uh, the people were wonderful. I mean, you know, whatever you needed, whenever you needed it, they were doing, they were busting their butts to get it there for us. And, uh, yeah. And they see, then they were loving it too, and that's uh, you know a really good feeling to be in a group of people heading in the same direction. Mm. Like I said, it's like the army, except you can go home after, and <laughs> fewer people get killed. <laughs> right, right, that's always a plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I think. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just Mister Pringles was buried alive, but everyone else made yeah. it. Through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yourself, no, I, Scott, I love killing people. I I thought that was fun. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that that line out and and just use it. It's like I love killing people. Like <laughs> okay, <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and, yeah, it exactly. is. I mean, you know, it's, you, you get to vent better that way. Hmm. It's like only in the movies can I pick up people and throw them through vending machines <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about yourself, Sky? Was there any, uh, I'm sure there was a few, but any what-the-hell moments that uh, stuck out to you? Oh. What the hell? Let me think. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> Prob probably, you mean the, 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 the times where you're like, holy shit, this is just brutal. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Having the suit on was just murder. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, several times I thought to myself, why am I, what, how did I get myself into this? Mm -hmm. It was so hard, man. It was so hot in that suit. And then it got cold. And then we had to stand in front of heaters and then it, it packed up. It got all packed and they had to put more of it on us. Mm -hmm. It was just brutal, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the stuff is sort of like cement. <laughs> and then getting off at the end of the day was just freaking. I know, there was one day where I, I think I spent about five or six hours sitting in a tent because I couldn't be outside 
because I had the greasy suit on and we were in yeah. some neighborhood with kids and people were complaining about me and I don't know why, but, uh, so I ran around when it was nice out and I kind of wrapped myself up in garbage bags and, uh, <laughs> hung out, uh, killing the chairs and, uh, and then they set up a tent and I sat in there. Mm-hmm. I remember that was just before I killed Oinker. He was my favorite victim, actually. <laughs> why was he? Why was he your favorite? Well, I mean, you know, it was it was nice popping his nose off and <laughs> tasting that stuff there. Uh-huh. Uh, little, you know, bloody snot. <laughs> it didn't seem like you really cared for it too much. You just kind of no. I mean, you know, I expected more. Uh-huh. It was kind of, you know, was and kind I was kind of, of disappointed that it's just, yeah, you know, bloody snot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make note of that for whatever comes up in the future. Oh my god, Michael told me to stay away from the bloody snot. So, <laughs> are you guys going to be at Mad Monster or whatever? Uh, I probably won't be the one in South Carolina, but uh, uh, we might be at the one in Arizona. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I, I really would like to. Uh, it's a great convention anyway, but it'd be great to meet you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah you can give us the rope. It's my first monster convention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? show, you, show you the way. But, you know, you'll have a good time. They do, like, uh, karaoke at night. and uh, Everyone's always really cool, actually, at the uh, the horror conventions. Everyone's, like... Uh, Seems like everyone just kind of like is very friendly, both uh, you know the actors and the uh, and and the people there. It's just kind of like a nice like community. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't wait, man. Yeah, everyone's very accepting and stuff. It's a good time. Uh, they were all been great so far. I especially like Chattanooga. I was I was amazed at that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh... so you, Michael mentioned, you know. Uh, seeing himself on on the screen, Sky. When you first saw the movie, you know, with an audience, what was that? Uh, what was that like experience like? That w- I gained weight for the movie, mm-hmm. so I didn't real I didn't realize how heavy I've I gotten <laughs> when I saw myself on the screen, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, so that was that was a little bit of a shock. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so. You know, yeah. So I, yeah, you've really trimmed down. At least the last time I saw you, it looked a lot better. Me, on the other hand, I've been getting fat. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's all my greasy food. <laughs> you got he got hooked on the Polish sausage making the movie. Mm. Yes, and, <laughs> and man, semi cooked semi cooked bacon that you don't drain before you eat it. Mm. <laughs> That's a, that's so when good. I'm on, I, I was on the Jim Hosking movie, the new one, and mm-hmm. uh, Craig Robinson's one of the lead guys in the movie. Mm-hmm. And like probably a week into it, he was kind of like, we didn't talk much. We didn't, didn't interact once. And he came up to me about a week into the movie and said, oh, my God, I didn't recognize you. You're Big Braden. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, yeah, he said, "Holy shit, did you lose a lot of weight?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I had to, man." And he said he loved it. He loved the greasy strangler. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, 
mission accomplished. Exactly. What, what, yeah. Where did where did the guy who plays the hot dog vendor come from? Mel with the with the pompadour. He he came. For, he's a friend, really good friend of mine, and he just passed uh, away. Oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. About two months ago, he I got a call and said Mel died. He fell over in a mall and they couldn't revive him. Oh, that's awful. That's too bad. I'm sorry about that. And then Jim was planning on having having him in this movie, and it's just this, it's so sad. Yeah. Yeah, I like that uh, everyone in the movie is very uh, interesting looking. You know, they're all yeah, unique. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I like I like the fact that Jim only put one woman in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's only one female in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Isn't that pretty? That's pretty unique. It definitely is. <laughs> yeah. Now, I really, I don't want to spoil, I'm sure people who are listening to us probably have seen it, but I do love the whole little twist uh, near the uh, near the end was like, uh, when you become also the greasy strangler and you assume you're coming to, uh, to yeah. save her. And yeah, you don't just, give it away, yeah, don't give it I away. Say, but I won't give it away, but it's just, it, that's, uh, there's so many things that made me laugh, but uh, that might be my favorite part. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really loved it from beginning to end. Everything, everything about it, just all the the quirky characters and the lines, and just uh, how it kind of stays too long on on some scenes, which uh, I I enjoy. It makes. Uh, I just did. I, I just did some scenes in Jim's new movie with the guy, the Indian guy who did the Poto thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's cool. I saw He's one of his. A... Mm-hmm. Go on, sorry. He's playing a role in Jim's new movie. It seems like he uses a lot of the actors, uh, you know, and if he likes you, it seems like he uses you in, uh, in different things. Because I just went and started watching his shorts after I heard him talk about it on the uh, on the commentary track. Yeah, he's short. You've got to watch uh, work. Go okay. to Vimeo and put in work, Jim Hosking. You've got to watch that short. It's one of his first ones. It's hilarious. All right, yeah. Uh, it seems like you I mean it's definitely the kind of uh, humor that that I that I enjoy. So uh, uh, I like. All I like the stuff. one he did in the pub with the guy with the mustache. Is that Renegades? No, that was. I don't know what it is actually. Uh, I just saw a piece of it. Bravado? And, huh? Bravado? Maybe I don't know. He did a uh, he did a three three uh, episode like a like a oh, little yeah. mini series for for. England for TV on England in England and it's hilarious. It's called Spravado. Ah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really anyway. every time I've seen any of this stuff I want to see more. Yeah, definitely. Ah, I'm so pissed that I wasn't in that damn thing. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> So, it, what's the difference between the theatrical version and the uh, of the Blu-ray that's the director's cut? I, I don't know if you, either of you know. I don't think I don't because I don't have a Blu-ray player. But they sent me a Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's like I, added stuff, like some kind of added features, like uh, commentary and things like that. Maybe I don't know. I don't think there's any difference in the film mm-hmm. itself. Uh, they're supposed to be sending me a DVD, and I'll be able to see if there's anything more there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the commentary hey, track. It was very fun. Hey, Neil. I love the soundtrack. Yeah, I do too. I go, what's guy? Yeah. Hey, Neil. Yes. I gotta go. All right. Well, I, well, we'll let you guys both go. We want to thank you both for coming on. It's been awesome. Yeah, it's been a Hey, thank you for having us. Yeah.
Thank you, thank you so much, and I hope to see you at the Mad Monster, man. Definitely, yeah, and I hope that we'll talk, definitely talk to you guys again. Oh yeah. yeah, cheers, man! Thanks for everything here. Thank you guys both for coming on. It's been awesome. Really Be good, or don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. Talk to thanks. you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Frankie got bit today, now he won't ever be okay. Frankie got bits all gone to shit, he got bit today. Frankie got bit today, now he ain't got a chance. Let down his guard in the graveyard and soon he'll do the shuffle dance. Frankie got bit today, he's already turning cold. He ain't got much time for it loses his mind and the hunger takes a hold. So I'm setting him free where the road turns to dirt where nobody comes around. I should put a couple in his brain, but I can't bear to put him down. Frankie, brother, we did our best when the dead spilled up from hell. It won't be long, I'll see you soon until then shuffle well. Frankie got bit today. Now he won't ever be okay. Frankie got bits all gone to shit. He got bit today. Frankie got bit, it's all gone to shit. He got bit today. Frankie got bits all gone to shit. He got bit today. He got bit today. Frankie got bit. Frankie got bit. Frankie got bit. Frankie got bit. Frankie got bit today. All right, we're back here once again at Without Your Head. And a huge thanks to Sky Elobar and Michael St. Michaels. Troy, are you still here with me? Hello? Think I lost Troy already? It's uh, not boding well here. All right. Well, uh, there's some news oh, that came sorry, out. Chief. Oh, there he is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, uh... Thing got unplugged. Oh, I see, I see. I'm talking to you, and I'm like, what does he think? What do you mean I'm not here? I'm right here. Uh, so, a little while ago, it said Fangoria was like, was you know, that was the end of Fangoria magazine. Oh, no kidding. And then, like, like right after that, they made a, st- a statement that they're going to continue for the rest of 2017, and then they're going to see, I guess, what happens after that. Mm-hmm. So, I guess good news is they, they still exist. But it looks like, uh, you know, it's coming to an end. Oh, it's kind of sad times. I mean, that's one of those things, you know, I always, you know, I haven't for years, but I mean, you know, I used to always look forward to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I guess things change. It's kind of like, you know, before that, it was always like Famous Monsters magazine that I loved. And and it kind of went away. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this movie, uh, Don't Kill It. 
Ooh, what's that one? It's got Dolph Lundgren in it as nice. a, as a demon hunter, and it's uh, but it's made by Mike Mendez, who we've had on the show a couple times. Oh, and wow. I always enjoy his uh, his stuff. Yeah, me too. Me too. I like his stuff a ton. Mm. He's one of uh, one of the best. Honestly, it's hard to pick out a best, but he he did one of the uh, stories and tales from Halloween, mm-hmm. and all those are so cool. But uh, his oh, is like just like, really really crazy. He does a one where it's an alien that's uh, fighting the uh, like the slasher. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. I thought that one was mad cool too. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, he's. Uh... I think I've liked just about everything I've seen from him so far. Yeah, the the uh, eight films to die for back, way back in 2006 we first had him on. <clears throat> he did uh, Grave Dancers for that. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and I really liked it, too. Yeah. Then he did Tales from Halloween. He even did some sci-fi movies that, that you liked, you know, the, the sci-fi originals. Cause oh, he, yeah. The, um, what was it, the... Giant spiders or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't Lavalanchula, was it? Jeez, maybe it was. It was no, one it was of those big, big ass, ass spider. spider it was movies. called Big Ass Spider, I think. Oh, okay. Yep, it was. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, Dolph Lundgren. You know. Eh. Oh no, it's good to see Dolph getting some work though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they're doing a new Tremors, Tremors Six. Wow. And it's uh, Michael Gross and Jamie Kennedy back together. I thought they were they actually uh, it was a good duo in part five. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the better sequels. I thought was the fifth one. I liked it. You're gonna have to try to refresh me on that one. Uh well, Jamie Kennedy's like his son, and uh, so it's kind of like uh, they're kind of playing off like the uh, the kind of like the Bigfoot Hunter TV shows. Okay, yep. I think I did see that. Yeah. It was good. I liked it. Yep. It was, uh, like I said, it was one of the better uh, sequels, I thought. Yeah. Michael Gross, I think, really makes those movies. Oh, he yeah, he's always really good in those. Yeah. I'm glad he's in it, because I remember there was, like, rumor that uh, they were going to, like, reboot the franchise with uh, <coughs> Kevin Bacon oh, again. different people. And, well, with Kevin Bacon again, but, oh. but without Michael Gross. Yeah, I'd rather have it the other way around. I would too. I would too. Just this, just, just in. Just confirmed live here next week, Troy, on the show live with us, with the Jones oh. boys, Mark Steger. And if you're wondering who Mark Steger is, he played the Demogorgon in Stranger Things. Oh, totally badass! He's going to be live on the show with us talking about that. He's been a bunch of monsters in other horror movies, so. Uh, be pretty sweet. Plus, he's going to be at Texas Frightmare. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, so I'll look forward to that next week. That's going to be awesome. Uh, by the way, when I mentioned the Greasy, we have the guys from the Greasy Strangler. It's on Amazon streaming, and uh, you can also get the Blu-ray. I have the um, the Director's Edition Blu-ray, so I'm not sure if it's different than... Uh, if there is, if it's longer or not, you know, than like the theatrical version. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I, I loved it, and thank you, um, Jason Mitten, for uh, for sending it. Oh yeah, yep. And two two of the nicest people. I, I oh, really yeah. enjoyed that interview. Yeah, I did too. Uh, another movie along those lines, I was actually really looking forward to was um, a Swiss Army Man. 
Oh and, yeah, yep. I love the trailer when yeah, we saw me it too. And uh, I mean, I don't want to knock it too much because it, it is definitely original. Yeah, and that always speaks a lot to me. I, I you know, it's stuff I hadn't seen before, but I just couldn't like it. It's just really just something about it. Yeah, it's all. It's like it's um, it's a lot of you know uh, fart joke stuff. Oh, okay. yeah. It's like trying to be like an artsy movie, so it's like literally an artsy fartsy movie, I guess. <laughs> it does. So it's it just kind of came off annoying to me. It's like, oh really? They're trying so hard to be really really artsy, but the heart of the movie is like farts. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'd probably have a tough time with that. Yeah, farts and erections. So. Yeah, fart humor just really never moves me much. Yeah, it's like yeah, farts, erections, and uh, and like kind of like the doctor from the Gilligan's Island kind of stuff, like just making stuff. Hmm. So, yeah, so they try I don't to know. Maybe. try to make it like really meaningful, and uh, honestly, just didn't work for me. Okay, like yeah, I don't know. I might I might have a tough time with that one though. Right. Because, you know, like, the Greasy Strangler is really out there, but it's not uh, pretending to be, like, this really artsy movie. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. No pretentiousness in that exactly. movie. Exactly, exactly. But it definitely worked for me. See, so yeah, Kong Island, uh, when's that coming out? I think I think fairly soon. Yeah. I see here, actually, on JoeBlow.com that uh, it reveals... Uh, there's going to be Godzilla connection, which I think a lot of people knew anyway. Yeah, that's why they think they made him so huge. Uh-huh. Uh, and there will be an end credit scene, so if we go see it, remember to stay for the credits. Oh, okay. Oh, they're, they're doing the Marvel thing, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, I wonder if Godzilla pops up. Well, you think they could do that? Could they do a, uh, like a Marvel Avengers idea with all, with monsters? Like you know, monsters? with the Japanese monsters, I, I think you I actually could. Yeah, that's true. You kind of do anyway. They, they had, um, when I was a kid, I remember, you know, going to see all the Godzilla movies and stuff. And, uh, and like, they even had, I think one of the movies was like Monster Island. And it was just, you know, this one island and mm-hmm. all the monsters lived there. All the giant, you know, monsters lived there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely. I don't know. I guess you could put get mop. See, a lot of them are. I just imagine as Godzilla monsters anyway. Yeah, they kind of are. I mean, like Gamera's is standalone guy. Mm-hmm. I know they have the new Ultraman coming out. I guess you could put Ultraman in there. Well, I guess you could. <laughs> yeah. None of this. None of these prospects sound like good to me, though. Now that I think <laughs> no, they're not thrilling. Yeah, I could tell. No. The big monster there from the, uh, the Peter Jackson movie, like the big robots. Yeah, that one. That's my, uh, well, wasn't that Guillermo? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was that was my least favorite Guillermo movie. I think that was the only one I didn't like from him so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't too big on that. No, because that was a, like a big departure from his usual stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that, for me, I, I love it when he's doing, like, you know, spooked out kids and some kind of, you know, awkward scene or, you know, some kind of orphanage or something. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the eyeballs in the palm of the hands. Exactly. Uh, as long as you got that. So speaking of pretentious, this this might. Uh, I'm hoping you're not saying that Guillermo. No, no, no. I just was reading the the new American Horror Story is going to be about the uh, the 2016 election. Oh, really? And uh, when asked if that means Donald Trump will be a character from JoeBlow.com, Murphy only said maybe. Like I'm actually no Trump fan at all. But yep. I don't really know if I want to see American Horror Story like about Donald Trump being like a, you know, a demon or something. Yeah, that sounds kind of bogus. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think you would be better off if you did um, something, an allegory of the election as opposed to actually have, you know, Trump as a character in it. Yeah, that that to me sounds kind of kind of lame yeah i don't think i think that's uh that's more i think when you if you're gonna do social commentary within like a genre thing like with horror or science fiction which i think really is at the heart of those anyway i think that's that's totally fair game oh but it should be like subtle yep yeah, because it if it doesn't, be just it's just, you kind of defeat the purpose, I think. Right. I mean, you watch Twilight Zone, if you watch uh, Star Star Trek, like, you can, you definitely see the messages and stuff, but oh, it yeah. wasn't like just, you know, you know Nixon just popped up uh, on, on on Twilight Zone or Star Trek. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if it did, there, then, but, you know, there's usually a little more to it than that anyway. Yeah. See, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say I've been a huge fan of American Horror Story anyway for a while. No, it's it's kind of let you down lately. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I know a lot of people really loved this last season, but I just I just can't wrap my head around why. No, I. I this was the first one that, like I said, I I, ne- I didn't make it through the whole season of. Um, the asylum one but uh-huh. so far besides that i've liked every season mm-hmm. but this one just let me down yeah so while uh, the walking dead uh debut is this this week and there's a big there's all this hubbub like people saying uh uh you know first because it was a producer of the show who said that they were toning down the violence mm-hmm. and then like i think that had so much like you know backlash then they just started to say, no, it's not happening, even though the producer said it was happening. <laughs> and then people started saying, like, it's like, oh, that's clickbait. But it's not. I mean, it's an actual quote. It's actually speaking of uh, of Trump. It's, it's kind of some of that. It's like, nope, nope. What, what we said is not true. It's it's all, That's fake news. But the, um, so anyway, I watched the uh, the premiere, and uh, if the premiere is any you know indication, they they definitely have tamed it down. Oh, have they? <clears throat> yeah, this was this was. I mean, not every episode is full of you know gore anyway, but right. This particular episode was. Uh, I thought it was pretty boring, honestly. And I'm not someone who who thinks every episode of the show needs to be you know nonstop gore and violence and action. Right. But uh, this episode was not. It just wasn't interesting. I mean, you could. Mm. You could tell stories and not have that, you know, and still be interesting, but it really wasn't uh, into it. I just found it pretty boring. 
Huh. Plus, there's a lot of King Ezekiel, who I always hate. I hate him in the comic. I hate him on the show. I remember you saying that's like your least favorite character. Yeah, it's just dumb. You know, this guy, like, they all act like they're in, like, a, like a drama club or something because he's sitting there dressed as a king. And they just have, like, a, like a, like a picture of a castle behind him. It's like it's like a like a high school play, you know. It, like they, yeah, like, I don't know if I'd be keen on that either. And it's like, why do all these people? Now I know I can under you know you could say this about Negan. Why do these people follow Negan? But Negan's like he's charismatic, so it's got both. He's got he's a leader and he's also dangerous. Oh yeah, and, so, and I think if you want to live, you'd kind of follow. Yeah, him. so you, you follow him through both fear. And love in a way, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like any great leader. The um, with this guy, it's just like, why would they follow this? This in, you know, have to like wear armor or, or not even like real armor. They got to dress like they're like knights and just act like a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> then where does he get? Where do you get the the, the lion, or the tiger? And well, do they ever say like? what happens to like zoos and things so not really no so maybe like you know if people if you're worried about yourself you'd probably leave the animals to fend for themselves mm-hmm. so i guess ha- i could see that happen. Yeah, it has been established that zombies will eat animals oh and in that they will yeah okay yeah because like i said i've always gone with the belief that like you know, in the remake of um, uh, Dawn of the Dead, if if your zombies don't eat or pay any attention to, like, dogs, mm-hmm. get yourself the biggest, most ferocious pack of dogs you can find. And if you don't, then you're kind of a jackass. <laughs> uh, let's see. By the way, I'm sorry I didn't miss a question uh, when we were doing the... Uh the interview uh, they were posting it uh dean during the uh dean knowles during the interviews he really enjoyed the greasy strangler interviews but uh i did not see his uh question while we were going so sorry about that it was not intentional so it was stranger to the uh, stranger things 2 is coming up i'm looking forward to that too me too i saw people bitching about the uh the ghostbusters costumes they're wearing because like they're like oh, I know who. It's like you know, guys. It is a TV show. I know, and they're kids. Uh huh. So that's probably what you do. Uh huh. Well, they're like they're they're more they're nicer than like what kids would have wore in the eighties. And it's like, well, maybe, but it's it's still like you know a TV television show. Whoop de do. That's nitpicking at its at its worst. I agree, hundred percent. It's like, come on. Like, I know, I probably had a jazzy-looking, like, you know, Batman suit or something uh, when I was a kid. You know, it's like, it's a show about, like, a monster from an alternate realm. An <laughs> yeah, alternate but dimension. that's okay. That's all, you know, but, but oh, wait a minute, that, that, that costume, the Ghostbusters costume, nah, it's just, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, I, I can suspend disbelief, but come on now. Mm-hmm. A really nice Ghostbusters costume. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, they still had Spencer's gifts and everything at that time. I'm sure you could have gotten something cool. Yeah, like one, of the, one of the parents could have put them together. Yeah, exactly. Come on. 
Because, God, I remember um, reading a thing about the the Hildebrandt brothers, Greg and Tim, who Uh do great paintings and stuff. When they were kids, they learned to sew, and they made their own costumes. They made, like, you know, all the costumes from uh, uh, The Adventures of Robin Hood. And, you know, this is when they were little kids, so it can be done. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. That's just that's just being lame. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this because I absolutely love the uh, the first season. It has oh, a lot absolutely. to live up to because that season really just came out of nowhere. I don't. I never. I really didn't see anyone talk about it till it just popped up. Oh yeah, and then it was just word of mouth that yeah. you know. I think maybe they said about it in the Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, it was just brief, and then you know I watched it, and then they just slowly saw people talk more and more about it on social media which is oh, really yeah. cool to see something you know uh grow out of that yep yeah and then it was good because everybody kind of passed it on to other people i remember telling people at work like hey you should check out this show it's really cool yeah so it's... i wasn't the only one <laughs> hmm. so match.com is uh teaming up with uh, the walking dead excuse me they're having, like, uh, Walking Dead viewing parties on Match.com. That, that sounds pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh, so all you lovers of the, the Walking Dead, you can maybe find your your soulmate, your, your, uh, or maybe just a booty call, I guess, over on... Uh, well, I think they're deeper than that. They're not. They're not just a booty call oh, site. I'm sorry. That's like that's like plenty of fish, I guess. Yeah, or something. I know there's one that gets it specifically for that. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's called bootycall.com. <laughs> it might be. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start a, a horror dating site. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what? It would be ninety nine point nine percent dudes. Of course, it would. And then the other, the other, the rest of it would be guys pretending to be women. Of course it would, yeah, yeah. And then really like, you know, I love dressing like the Bride of Frankenstein. Like, <laughs> oh, this is the lady for me. Uh-huh. So you find out it's like you know some forty-five-year-old guy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, coming up this weekend uh, is my birthday. <laughs> So, That's true. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, man. so if you do want to send me anything, it's uh, Neil Jones, P.O. Box 415, Sandwich Mass, 02563, uh, February 19th, my birthday. That'll be a happy time, bud. It will be. So, Birthdays uh, they, are always good. Mm-hmm. They just uh, wrapped the, uh, the Cult of Chucky. Oh, they, yeah? Uh, they, they finished filming it. Looks like it's got, like... Uh, Everybody from previous uh, Chucky movies. <laughs> Anybody they could dig up is in uh, this one. So that's that's cool. Yeah, you looking forward to it? Um, yeah. I mean, what the hell? I'd, you know, I'd have to see an actual trailer of it. Yeah, but I'm interested. I was. Yeah. I I can't say I always like Chucky. But I like some Chucky movies. Yeah, I like yeah. the original one, and I like uh, and I like uh, Bride of Chucky. That's pretty much me, too. Yeah, the sequels, I could... Yeah, the second and third one. uh, The one's just completely ludicrous when they... I think it's the second one, when they get the the Chucky doll and then reuse it. Because, you know, 
they only have this giant factory where they're cranking out, you know, 100,000 Chucky dolls every year. Uh So they'd really need to reuse one that had, you know, that was involved in a murder scene and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You know, because you know how how hard it is to, like, get new plastic. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you definitely have to reuse your old stuff. Uh, makes totally sense. Makes total sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other that- thing I'm looking forward to, Neil, is um, I think next month on Netflix, I think uh, Iron Fist starts. Oh, sweet! Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So it, although I, I'm usually not a big fan of like you know a lot of ninjas running around, but I did I. It didn't bother me in Daredevil, so I think, you know... Yeah, I gotta say that honestly was the only part I didn't like about any of the Marvel shows so far was... I liked the second season of Daredevil, except for the ninja stuff. Oh, okay. I, I guess I just, I, I just kind of like... I just felt it was very boring. Yeah. Because there, there was so many, and like it didn't seem like anything... Like It didn't matter. Like They just kept coming. Yeah, it's true. When you have the nonstop swarm of ninjas, that's when they really get annoying. Yeah. Yeah, when you just had the one or two that would sneak into his house and, like, yeah. try to kill yeah, him. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, any, any... When you've got, like, a whole army of them yeah. coming at you, then it does get kind of yeah. stupid. That goes for me with anything. Even, like, I like the Avengers, but I don't really like the end when they're just fighting the, the nonstop swarm of uh, aliens. Because to uh-huh. me, it's just kind of dull. It's like... They're all like, you know, faceless. They're, you know, none of them. They're all just the same, and they just keep coming. Any, oh, any, okay. any kind of movie where there's like a that's like the the thing they're fighting is just very boring to me. Yep. Whether it's yeah, I can see your point. Yeah. Or CGI zombies. Like I like the old school zombies, where they're each are different. But when they're CGI zombies, like in the the remake of Dawn of the Dead, to me that's just boring too. It's just this nonstop mass of zombies. Yeah, it's not as exciting. No, I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to Iron Fist, and uh, it was funny because I saw people complaining that Iron Fist is an Asian, but he isn't in the comic either. No, so he's Danny Rand. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that was pointed out in P. And then the, apparently, some people were like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. He still should be Asian." I was like, oh, okay. So people, they're not happy no matter what. They're not happy, like, <laughs> if you stick with the comic uh, and, you know, the the character's not an Asian and, you know, he's still not in the, the book or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so they're just not happy either way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, for me, I'm always happiest when, you know, they stick closest to the source material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah. Um, the new Halloween, I'm sure people have seen. It's going to be uh, co-written by uh, Danny McBride and co-directed. And uh, I, I'm actually, I think that's cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, 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 a, I'm definitely, you know, kind of interested to see what direction he's going to go. Yeah, very creative guy. Yep. Uh, very talented. Uh, I think he's a very funny guy, and this won't be a comedy, so I'm interested to see what he does. And I listened to an interview with him on uh, w- WTF with Mark Marin, and uh, he talked about you know getting into movies because he wanted to d- direct, and he always wanted to make horror movies. Uh, he's a big horror movie fan. 
is he just kind of fell into comedy and acting. He didn't. This wasn't anything he wanted to do. So it's not like he's a comedian who now wants to break out of that and do something else. I mean, this is always what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, that's awesome to me. So, uh, yeah, I wish him the best of luck. Like, I, I guess, you know, I'll I'll definitely kind of keep an eye on it, though, and make sure, you know, if there is a lot of humor to it, then I'll be really disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Halloween's a movie that you should add a bunch of humor to. No, and nope. it's a sequel to the first two. It's not a uh, a remake. Oh, is that how it's going? Yeah. The thing is, though, like that's what H two O was—a direct sequel to the second movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. You know, they bypass all the other sequels. Yep. So I don't know if you just so you just pretend that one doesn't exist. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. All I these movies know. get a little, you know, convoluted when they just want to keep making them forever. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always say this, but then I think about it. I guess people could say the same thing about Frankenstein movies or whatever. If you want to go back and watch all the Frankenstein movies, and like you can watch the first three or four, and they're like, do you kind. Of, I mean, they go in order. They don't really necessarily tell like an ongoing story, but. Uh, then after that, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, because then once you start getting into... Well, you know, and they did that then when they did, you know, House of Frankenstein and all yeah, that. Frankenstein they started to add all the... and stuff. Yeah, the monsters together and stuff. Yeah. Even Abbott and Costello and... Yeah. All these... So it does kind of, you know, go all over, the, all over the place. And then there's all different versions of it as you go into the hammer and... Oh, yeah, whatever. that's true, too. But uh, it just it seems like that's in the past, and it seems different. I guess, yep. but I, I don't know how it felt like when people were living that. Like if you actually grew up watching yeah, if those you were movies in the forties and stuff. Right. Going, hey, wait a second! This is getting pretty silly. They're messing with you know my favorite character. Yeah, because even watching them now, like there's a clear drop off in quality. Even though I like some of the other movies, but there's a clear drop off in quality after after the second Frankenstein. Oh, big time. Like, I, I still enjoy the third one, but, you know, um, Son of Frankenstein. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's it's nothing compared to, you know, the first two. No. Yeah, it's a, it's a definite drop-off. And, yep. uh, and then a lot of ones after that just aren't really even good. No, then they're just, you know, maybe fun for what they are. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, Get Out looks good. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. I think that one should be cool. Yeah, looks uh, looks very original. Looks mm-hmm. kind of like my town. Yeah, no, that's kidding. true. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, the the Kong movie. I don't know. Like, I love Kong. Yep. And parts of the Kong trailer I like. I like John Goodman. And I actually really like uh, the comedic actor. I forget his name in it. He's not always a comedian, but oh yeah. But yeah. it's clearly the the comic relief of the movie. But it kind of looks like it's like a very big chunk of the movie. Yeah, I'm not. I don't really like that. Maybe in <laughs> yeah. another movie it would be funny, but I don't really want to see like just like a joke King Kong movie. No, you definitely don't. Yeah, because I, I like the cast. I like, you know, Hiddleston's in it. and um, Samuel you know, Jackson, Goodman. he's in it. Yeah. 
But Sam's in like every third movie made, so uh-huh. that's a rule. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if uh, Harrison Ford beat him out since he was in the new uh, Star Wars. Because I know, like, for years, Harrison Ford had the record for m- biggest money-making movies. And then, like, and then he ended up beating him. Oh, did he? Sam yeah. took over. Mm-hmm. It's not really a fair comparison. Like, he, I, nothing against Samuel Jackson, but I mean, how many movies is Harrison Ford in? Oh, yeah, that's true. He makes what, a movie every like few years <laughs> yeah, as opposed yep. to you know a few movies a month so yeah that's true that's a good point uh, i guess if you're just in every other movie made then you know you should probably make some money <laughs> right right and, and, and i mean he's clearly in some like big movies yeah that makes up for you know but he's also in many 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 movies yeah he's in you know snakes on a plane and whatever and mm-hmm. snakes on a plane these motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking <laughs> That movie really isn't very good. I, I've never seen it. Really? Just, yeah. I just didn't think it really looked like my kind of movie. No, nah, it's not. Like, it's the, the trailer's fun and all that stuff. But it's And it's a funny name for a movie. Yeah. But it, it's not particularly good. <laughs> no. It's not something you need to rush out and see. No, I kind of, I kind of thought that would probably be the way. Yeah, it it definitely is. Uh, also coming up on the show, um, we were gonna have him. Uh, I don't know when we might have a, we might have two shows next week. We'll figure it out. But oh, uh, it's also Richard Stanley coming up. And nice. I'm, I'm just gonna tell everyone it's already been recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he lives in France in the in the castle. And it's an uh, amazing interview. It's two and a half hours. He covers oh, wow. like so much ground, and I want to. I want to like you know give it its own show. I don't yep. want to. I don't. And plus, I think it could possibly take away from whoever we have a if we have a live guest. Like, plus there's this new two hour Richard Stanley interview. So <laughs> I don't. You know, I want to keep it on its own thing. So maybe that will just be like a special Wednesday or Friday show. Mm-hmm. In addition to our live show, no, that sounds good to me. Yeah, I think I I'm think looking forward great. to that now. Yeah, it's really great. I, I hope everyone uh, checks it out. It covers I, I, every movie he made. We talk about I think everything he's ever made, um, and so much stuff just about his life. Like uh, he he uh, he like uh, left Hollywood to go like fight the Russians in Afghanistan and just all these wild things and uh he went to haiti to learn about voodoo and he grew up with like a his mom was into witchcraft in south africa so it's all the all this stuff and uh he has some pretty heavy allegations against uh one of the weinsteins so it's something it, it's a lot of stuff going on. And he talks a lot about uh current politics uh with donald trump and not only how it affects america but affects the world it's, uh, it's a hell of an interview, so uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. Mm-hmm. All right, so anything else there, Mr. Jones? I don't think so, boss. I think um, we've covered just about everything. Yeah, so um, big thanks to Angry Johnny and the Killbillies, who are Music of the Month. 
They're pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. It's really cool that each of their CDs, uh, and they sent a bunch of me to listen to, and I highly recommend them. Each of the CDs, which makes it not only is it cool music, it um, each one tells an individual story. Um, so let's this. Just I'm gonna grab one of these just to give you an example. Um, the hanging of Hattie Ledoux. And you can you can listen to each track on its own, but if you listen to them in a row, it tells a whole story about uh, this young girl being hung. And like then there's one that you listen to it, and it's all about you know, slowly turning into a zombie and fighting the zombie. It's all about the zombie apocalypse. Nice. Uh, Dance of the Shufflers. It's uh, They're really well done. I highly recommend them. And you can get them at getangry.com. And uh, we playing, we've been playing, uh, you know, all this month so you can get a, a good sample. And if you come early uh, during the live shows, uh, we usually play, like, at least a half hour of music. So if you'd like to listen to, you know, an extended uh, list of uh, the music, uh, do that. And uh, we may be having an interview with them coming up on the uh the music show if you don't know that saturday nights it's uh without your heads uh horror saturday horror music saturday night with johnny rose and uh which is really cool it's an addition new addition to the site so you mm-hmm. can listen live and also they've been uh, added to the podcast so uh so you subscribe to us on itunes or um google play however you want to subscribe and also uh, rate us and give us some comments so it helps us out but um, so every Saturday night uh, he does that, and we'll be doing. We're gonna be start doing some interviews on there, and I'll probably co-host with him uh, for the interviews. We're gonna try to have uh, Angry Johnny on, and we will have Timothy Fife on soon, who does a uh, he does scores for movies, so that'll be interesting. Oh, awesome! Mm-hmm. So it'll be good times. All right, so uh, next week is TerrorCon in in Rhode Island. It's a hell of a lineup. You guys should check that out. It's at theterracon.com. Perhaps we'll be going to Mad Monster. We'll figure this out. Uh, in the meantime, go to madmonster.com. And, of course, Texas Frightmare at texasfrightmare.com. A lot of cool stuff on the horizon. And also get a lot of cool shirts over at withoutyourhead.com slash store. And we got the uh, the comic book designs of uh, of our favorite guests. Uh, they're by by Troy. They're awesome. And Thank you. Yeah, they rule. And uh, we'll be having some more of them. But right now, you can get uh, John Dugan, you can get Dieter Laser, and Herschel Gordon Lewis. And uh, we'll have some new ones coming up. And uh, you can also get uh, the Year of the Beast. By Annabelle Lecter and uh, some uh, some also shirts, uh, you know, from the previous years. So you can get all of them up uh, from 2014 to 2000, 2013, 2017. So get those, all kinds of other cool shirts. Just check it out. You can get them on hoodies or whatnot. It's good times. A lot of fun stuff. It is. All right, so we'll be back. Uh, by the way, try to help out the show if you want. If you see any cool news or a cool trailer or what or anything that you think we should talk about on the show, or you have a question or or something you anything you want to discuss, post it over on the facebook.com slash group slash without your head horror or send me an email at without your head at gmail dot com, and to help out the show, give us some topics. Mm-hmm. Times. 
Maybe we'll bring back the 13. We haven't done that for a while. That was always fun. Oh, yeah. Those were always a good time. Yeah. All right. Till next week, this is Nasty Neil. And Terrible Troy. Thanks for listening. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit artist. Must we all pay? The flesh eaters are crawling up from decaying graves. I'll never let them feast on you, they'll never taste your skin. I hear the devil knocking. Sweet heaven's dying sound With all my might I'll fight for you Until my final breath If they take me I'll come back and fight Go back into the ground from where they